everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and Beyond. Today is July 13th. We're doing another Daily Book of Positive Quotations by Linda Pacone. This is take two, so we'll see how this goes. Oh, my gosh. You know what? If you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? All right. Today's topic is Through the Window, and the quote is from George Bernard Shaw. Better keep yourself clean and bright. You are the window through which you must see the world. We perceive the world through the unique lens of our own beliefs and feelings. This is why we can see things so differently from our closest friend or even the person who lives next door. Our perspective can enhance our experience of the world or distort it. To see the world clearly, we must continually examine and test our beliefs and assumptions so that we are not blinded by the fog of prejudice or the darkness of ignorance. All right, I would add to this from a trauma-informed lens that in order to examine the world clearly, we need to evaluate a couple things. One is the information. Where did the information come from? And is the information true? Meaning that it's a fact, that it's accurate. As well as the distortions. So what are the biases? Why are we biased? Where did our biases come from? Usually biases come from, you know, beliefs and values. And are the values and beliefs that we hold within what we're examining, are they, are they accurate? Why do we hold those values? Where do they come from? Where did we learn it from? I can remember, yep, back in the day, here I go. Oh my gosh, I'm trucking myself back to Ypsilanti, Michigan. And yes, it's it's Ypsilanti. It's not Ypsilanti. It's Ypsilanti, Michigan at Eastern Michigan University. Shout out over there. Yes, yes, yes. You know how cool it would be to go back to campus and actually do a podcast recording? That would be amazing. So if anybody is uh, representing Eastern Michigan University, yeah, hit me up at drdub at ptsdandbeyond.org. You never know. That could be possible. But I had a philosophy class there. It was an epistemology course. We were talking about how do we know how do we know what's true and what we believe to be true and what we think to be true. How do we actually know that's true? Okay, I kid you not. I kid, you know what? We should do another episode. Seriously, there's this one thing I did in class. This is so cool. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I laugh at myself when I think about the illustrations to make a point, you know, and someone's, you know, being very determined on, no, this is actually a solid wooden chair. Well, how do we really know that it's solid? I mean, aren't things made of molecules and particles anyway? But anyway, okay, I digress. All right, through the window. But yes, examining our assumptions and our beliefs so that we're not blinded by the fog of prejudice. We're not blinded by the fog of trauma. We're not blinded by the fog of trauma. I just had a conversation yesterday with somebody where we were talking about wanting to do something, but their past experience was already predicting the outcome of something that hadn't even happened yet. And I said, have you ever had a negative experience with this person? No. Okay. Then doesn't that person deserve a clean slate? Don't you deserve a clean slate? Because isn't it possible that the outcome could be different? It's possible, isn't it? Yes, it is. We acknowledge the fears. We acknowledge the concerns and talked about, isn't it possible that the outcome could be different. That person oh, has always had, uh, always brought good feelings. So why wouldn't there be a continuation of good feelings, right? Blinded by the fog of trauma and, and the darkness of fear, the darkness of, again, trauma responses, like the shoe's gonna drop, the, the darkness of what trauma brings, because it sucks the joy, it sucks the life out, it sucks the light out of living. So how do we do this? How do we do this? And I truly believe, I do, I truly believe that through peer support and and working with people who understand what it's like, because someone can tell you what to do, but when they've done it themselves and they've been there themselves and they continue to do this, actually, somebody say this to me today. I applaud you for your determination and your continuance. That's the second professional um, that has said this to me where it really hit home. Because usually I just go, yeah, okay, I'm expected to be this way. This is what a promise I made to myself. You know, and unfortunately, sometimes I dismiss my own successes. And this is the second time, though. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to let you off the hook. Come back. Come back here. Come back for a moment and applaud yourself. Give yourself that clap. All right. Yes, through the window. What are our own unique lenses of our beliefs and our feelings? Because sometimes feelings, feelings run the show. You know, feeling, they always say, don't ever send an email when you're upset. And that's true. And feelings run the show. So what do we need to do to, you know, have that little feelings figure, feeling okay, and feeling safe, feeling heard, feeling valued, feeling validated. Because when that stuff can happen, then we can start thinking and having a deeper level of a conversation and a deeper level of exploration. And with those feelings are, you know, assumptions. We make assumptions. And in the research world, we have to disclose what our biases are. One, one bias that I have is that I'm a woman. I'm a woman. So if I'm reviewing some literature 
or data, I'm going to be looking at it and saying, okay, who's the population that this information represents? Does it represent a diverse population? Because if it doesn't, then how can it apply to a majority of the people that are on the planet? Right? Especially if someone's saying, well, you know, the data shows that this information or these techniques or whatever it's representing is effective. But if it's specific to a particular population that doesn't represent diverse populations, then I can't say that it's going to, I can't, I can't say that now, can I? Because that's not what the data says. All right. I digress. Again, second time for digressing. All right. So here's the sitch. Yeah, maybe we need a, a shirt that says, here's the sitch. <laughs> I have to say, too, that I love you guys because there are feedback that I get. I get emails and stuff. <laughs> it's like some of the things that I say, people find funny, which is good. Like Bernie says, you can't be mad and laugh at the same time. Through the window. All right. So here's here's the affirmation for the day. I want to see the world clearly. I will not let my vision be dulled by apathy, prejudice, or ignorance. In order, in order then to be, um, see the world clearly and to have a vision that sees what something truly is, it requires us to explore and seek to understand. I had a philosophy professor at, again, Eastern Michigan University that said, you are a conscientious truth seeker. I'll never forget that. Conscientious truth seeker and what constitutes as truth. All right, that's some heavy homework. <laughs> that's some heavy homework, but it can be fun. It can be fun too. And um, it can also be enlightening because maybe you'll discover something about yourself that you'll say, yes, I really love that about me. I really, really love that about me. And there might be some stuff you go, yeah, you know what? Okay, boy, that was a good outfit. Who thought that was a good, you know, who thought that was a good hairstyle? <laughs> I say that about myself. Sometimes I look at the past and go, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? But at the time, at the time, it was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So there might be some things too that you discover about yourself that say, oh, all right, you know what? We're going to lay that one to rest. Bless my own heart, right? <laughs> and then there will be other things that you'll say, yes, I love this about me. All right, you guys, this is Dr. Deb with PTSD and beyond. Thank you so much again for being here today. And remember, we're better together. Say it with me. We're stronger together and take what resonates and go beyond.